What's going on, guys? And welcome to the Benches Cleared podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I'm Jesse Gutierrez. I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants. And I'm Tyler Cohen. I represent the side of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Happy trade deadline eve, everybody. Um, it's crazy. I thought things were going to be a little bit, a uh, little more moves made now that the waiver trade deadline is gone, but that is not true at all. Everyone's waiting until the last minute. Only two teams that have made uh, made moves are just the Mets and that, that three-team trade. Mar- First of all, let's let's talk about Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman to the Mets? That's kind of weird. Yeah. Um, when we're talking about teams that are working at the trade deadline, you figure it's going to be people that are actually in it. And we have the <laughs> New York Mets who are not even close to being in it, making a pretty significant move. And, and the, the, the NL wildcard race is is pretty close, but like the Mets are like five games under 500 or something like that. Yeah, I mean, with the whole NL wildcard being as close as it is, the Mets still aren't really in it. So, <laughs> you know, if it was a team like the Padres, the Diamondbacks, someone like that, I could totally understand. But a team that this is, is this far out, I don't understand at all. Yeah, and uh, there was like some theory that, you know, that they wanted to hold all the chips for the for the pitching market to dictate what was going on. But that doesn't really make sense since they bought Marcus Stroman for only like a four and a six prospect on a low-grading system. So they set the bar super low. They can't exactly flip them like super high. It just doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. No, no it doesn't make sense to me either, especially when there's been heavy speculation that they might move Noah Syndergaard, who's under team control for another two years and has been arguably one of the best pitchers. Yeah, for Marcus. Str- I mean, I, I like Marcus Stroman. I think Marcus Stroman is, is, is awesome, but like, I just don't understand why you would pick him over Thor and give up people. I, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense to me either. <laughs> and for that to be the move that kind of kicked off the trade deadline, it just took me by surprise for sure. Yeah. And then the, the thing that just happened today, um, the Reds get Trevor Bauer, which way out of left field for me. Doesn't yeah, make it- also doesn't make any sense to me either. I mean, I, I get the the Indians. I feel like won the trade. I mean, they got sure. the, they got the outfielders that they wanted. They got you know Puig. They got Reyes, who has like twenty something bombs already. Um, you know, it's gonna fit really well probably into that DH slot. But and then they also got prospects back. And San Diego only got one prospect. Like it just it yeah. doesn't. I, it feels like they like landslide won the trade at the moment. I agree. I mean, <clears throat> who knows? We'll have to see in the next couple of years. Yeah. With yeah. Trump. Trevor Bauer does in Cincinnati, but I figured, I don't know, I just didn't see Cincinnati being a player at all, because the whole thing for the offseason was the Reds made this blockbuster trade with the Dodgers, you know, supposed to set them up to win now, and I mean, they haven't even come close. Yeah. And, and now they've already they've already sent one of those pieces back to, or to Cleveland. Yeah. Matt Kemp, they cut two months ago. So. Well, I mean, it, when, when you're in a different situation, like that was the plan at the beginning, and now that they're losing, it would make sense for them to maybe, you know, sell Puig for some assets. But Trevor, but, I mean, I don't think he has that many more years of control left. And I think his next arbitration year is his last one where he's going to get paid a bit. Right. But I think, I mean, I think they're in a position where, depending on how well he does these next two, three months, maybe they're willing to sign him for a long-term deal because I mean if you look at the their rotation they have it's a pretty strong rotation yeah Sonny Gray yeah yeah Castillo oh um, yeah if Alex Wood ever 
is healthy, yeah. you know, he could be a solid four or five guy. So six and a half games out of the wild card. I mean, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, at this point, yeah, you should you should sell off. Did you uh, did you see the the Trevor Bauer incident in his last start? I did, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? A lot of people are making a big deal about it, and I get why Terry Francona was 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 pretty pissed about it because it looked like how it looked. But when he came out there, he was he was like, "Hey, I'm just frustrated." With me. He was obviously apologetic, you know. And it's I understand why Terry Francona's mad, but he's just you know th- this whole thing about you know showing emotion and we want people to show emotion. He was pissed and threw a freaking baseball. Like, yeah, come on. Like it's I feel I mean. He was apologetic, apologetic from the get-go, apologized again, um, said it was all on him. He was just frustrated with him, and I don't like. I just don't understand the huge problem with that that everyone else has. That is me either, and I think you have to take into account how frustrating it is to be out there on the mound and you feel like you're throwing your best stuff, and these guys are just hitting little bloop shots to yeah. anywhere <laughs> that the defense isn't. I mean, you can only do that for so long before you yeah. get frustrated. So Some, I, sometimes you I look at that stat line. Deal. Yeah, I, I don't think it's as big a deal as everyone's making yeah. it. You know, he threw one ball, Francona came out, and then after that was immediately composed and saved my bad. Yeah. So it's, sometimes, yeah. like, you look at that stat line pissed, but you're just like, oh, those hits aren't even real. Like, fuck you, dude. Like, oh, that, that, that's what I would think. But, uh, right. And, well, and, I mean, uh, it's not like he went. Carlos Zambrano and just started destroying <laughs> the du- or destroying the dugout. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which, which is fine apparently, but throwing throwing a baseball over over the fence is unforgivable. Exactly. You see the, point exactly. Yeah, but uh, let's uh, let's get back to um, the rivalry teams. Um, the the biggest questions at the deadline. Both teams have uh, two questions they need to get answered. Very different, but kind of similar. Uh, one, Dodgers. Are they going to bite the finally bite the bullet? And uh, trade some real prospects to get a, a good reliever, like the guy from uh, from Pittsburgh. I don't think the Dodgers are going to give up the quote unquote real prospects. If we're talking Gavin Lux or Dustin May, I think both of them are staying put. Ruiz. Oh, you think they're going to take care? I, I I think Ruiz might be the big part of the deal. Really? Because he was no, he was like their number one guy up until like last week when they redid it, and all of a sudden Will Smith's super high. Maybe they like Will Smith more. Well, now that Will Smith is the catcher of the future, at least for this season, he's yeah. going to be our primary catcher, you know, as far as things go right now. I think they're willing to deal Ruiz, and <clears throat> because Gavin Lux just seems more or less like a once in a lifetime prospect. And if you yeah. look at what the Dodgers have done in the last five years, everyone wanted Corey Seager; they held on to him. Everyone wanted Jock Peterson; we held on to him. Everyone wanted Cody Bellinger. We held on to him. And look how that turned out. I mean, besides Jock, that's kind of questionable. Yeah, I was going to say, Jock, but even, and yeah, Seager's really good, but he's also been, I mean, they've proven that they don't exactly need Seager. You know what I'm saying? Like, if they would have traded him, they still would have been in the World Series the last couple years, unfortunately. I can see that. But the way I'm looking at it is, depending on how September call-ups go, I feel like Gavin Lux gets called up, and I don't see why there's any reason we can't transition him into a second baseman. I mean, he already is a shortstop second baseman, although shortstop is his primary position. I think he could be a stud second base now that. But do you his think do you think really Suga's that good him. defensively at short? I think he's he's proven. He's proven. He he knows what it's like to play shortstop in the major leagues, and maybe. 
after a little bit of time, you swap the two, and Corey Seager becomes a stud second baseman. But for the time being, I think the main thing that we have to focus on is we need to hold on to those prospects. You know, um, I think I, I think the, the both teams. It's in the it might be different now that Farhan's uh, in control of the Giants, but it feels like the Giants didn't give two shits about their prospects, like not enough shits, and Dodgers cared gave way too many shits. As far as their prospects, they weren't giving up anybody. Yeah, and, and that's the thing is, I think they need to find that comfortable medium. Which I think, you know, if we were in this same situation a year ago, there's no way we give up Kiber Ruiz. Where now, I feel like the pressure is on. Yeah. Where you know, going to the World Series isn't good enough. If we don't win, this whole season was a failure. Yeah, that's and we that's a shitty place to be bullpen, in. Yeah, and we need bullpen help. Immediately, they they were talking to the Giants about relievers, and at first, Farhan's thing was, you know, you want to weaken their their system, you know, for the future. This is when you know the Giants were completely out of it, and you know, it, they have some interesting guys on there. I know I was at a spring training game when uh, that guy uh, Gonsolin was uh <laughs> was, Gonsolin. yeah was uh was pitching, and he just made made the Giants look dumb. A lot of swing and misses, like not even freaking close. And this was like at the end of spring training when it was. Mostly starters. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I, and I mean, <clears throat> Gonsolin actually pitched two innings tonight. Um, they called him up yesterday, mm. so I mean, he looked pretty good. In his first start, he looked absolutely terrible, but he looks pretty good tonight. So I think they hold on to him, um, <clears throat> especially you know if we're talking guys on the forty man roster. I don't see them moving anyone on the forty man, but. I mean, in terms of... Well, they're, they're going to have to if they want to add relief help. They're going to have to at least subtract somebody or DFA somebody. Well, yeah, they'll have to... They'll have, but I don't see them actually trading anyone. I see them keeping yeah. them in the organization. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think the Giants will trade will, will trade with them now because they're in it and, you know, they're potentially... I mean, if they're going to do it, they're going to be the wild card. And no matter what, the, uh, the Dodgers are going to be number one seed. So you don't also... You don't want to give them Will Smith and then Will Smith close you out, you know. That's going to be look like yeah. a real stupid trade. So exactly, and then, and that's what I was going to say is I don't the whole Will Smith trade scenario I think is off the table. I think Tony Watson. It, there is a scenario where maybe that works, but to be perfectly honest, having had Tony Watson already, I'm not too big on getting him back anyway. Oh, he he looks good. He looks like he's in control. I want to say ninety percent of the time. Yeah. But I think, yeah. I mean, in terms of this year, what we're talking about is we need someone who can close ball games. And if it were me, if I was in Dave Roberts' position, I'd have no problem slotting in Felipe Vasquez as the closer and yeah. then pushing Kenley back. That's not going to happen. Ken, Ken, Kenley's going to close. That's just the way it is. I, and I know. And that's, but that's my issue with and, and they, they <laughs> have, kind of going with the status quo of things. That team has Kenley's to have a stack bullpen. That team has to have a sack bullpen. Dave Roberts goes to the the bullpen so fucking fast he doesn't trust anybody. You're, if you're going to go to the bullpen so much, you got to have a sack bullpen. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Realistically, it's going to be if we get Felipe Vasquez, he will be the setup guy. He will be the eighth inning guy. Same if we get Shane Green. I mean, I don't think there's any scenario where we can pull both those guys. I just don't think. Yeah, yeah. That's going to happen. No. There's no way. <clears throat> so then we're looking at you know some lower level guys and you know when we're talking about maybe Ken Giles I saw 
he got a cortisone shot today. Yeah, so maybe his value will go down a bit. Yeah, so, you know, if they're even willing to take a chance on him, who knows? You have guys like Ian Kennedy, which his contract is so awful and inflated that Kansas City would have to eat so much money yeah. for us to deal for him, although I wouldn't mind having Ian Kennedy. Then I think the other really interesting one that's been being thrown around is Edwin Diaz. And <laughs> they're not gonna, there's they're I, not there's no way they're giving up the guys for that. There's no way. I don't know. I mean They the the, the team, Mets had to take on a, a a super um, give away a super high top one hundred guy. Plus they had to take, you know, uh, Cano's contract. Plus I think another guy too. So I yeah I don't see it. There's no I, way. Here's the thing. I don't see it either. But I feel like every year the Dodgers make some kind of magic happen where we get to keep. You know we don't deal any top ten guys away, and we get what we need. So that's what well, I'm curious to see. Especially I don't, I don't really order. go that far because I mean they still are. <clears throat> Empty-handed, so I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You're maybe pushing a little bit. I don't know. I mean, that's <laughs> the thing is, I think I think that's what the strategy is. We're 15 hours I mean, until the deadline. You, you think we're they until the last minute? They 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 were the guys that were supposed to have Verlander, and they ended up not getting him because they didn't want to give up the prospects. He ended up going to the Astros, and that's yeah. Well, <clears throat> we all make mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <clears throat> but I mean, if you even look at. You know, when we got the Udarvis deal done, which obviously that blew up in our face, but just for the sake of showing how we got it done, I mean, that got done after the deadline. Yeah. You know, they didn't start reporting that until an hour after the deadline. So I'm curious to see, you know, tomorrow, 1 p.m. Pacific time, <clears throat> you know, what's what's going to happen. What the deal because is. I think, I think we're, we're looking only at bullpen. So, you know, Syndergaard maybe being on the block and all these guys, I don't think we necessarily have to be concerned with. But I think <clears throat> I think we're going to get a deal done for either Vasquez or Shane Green, um, and I don't think we're going to give up any. I don't think we're going to give up Dustin May or Gavin Lux. It's yeah. my kind of bottom line. I think. So you might be walking away empty-handed. That's what might happen. I I really don't think so. I think <laughs> we might. I think I think they're 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 going to try they're they're going to try to keep their guys. They're going to try to get some under the radar guys. They're not going to. And they're gonna have a shitty bullpen. They're they're gonna rely too much on Canley, you know. Which I, I don't. People are saying he's kind of downhill, but I think he just used too much. You know, they go to the, yeah, the bullpen all the fucking time. And it's like I, I, that's another thing. I just I, I like starters going a little deeper into games. It is what it is. But me too. I feel like you you don't tinker with things. I mean, my yeah. final projection here is we give up Kiva Ruiz, who's number three in the system. Yeah. Maybe someone like a Jeter Downs who's number seven in the system, and then throwing in a guy like Edwin, Edwin Rios, who's number 19 in the system, who's had some big league experience this year. Um, I, I know. I think something. that's 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 what I think the package was going to be for, like, a Will Smith. And if they were going to, like, I, I think it's trade scenarios, like I have an opinion, right? And if, if the Dodgers, I mean, if the Giants are looking for somebody, it's outfield help. And that, uh, that, that that Peters guy is looks like he's he would fit in really nice as a, a righty that can maybe fill in for center field every once in a while. You know that's that's who I'd be interested in. Yeah, and I think you know even though we have a surplus of outfielders, I feel like they want to hold on to him because in my in my mind, if there's one person we can get rid of, it's Jock Peterson. 
And I don't know how many people Giant, are Giants aren't taking Junk. They're not taking Junk. There's no way. Someone needs to take them. We, we got enough left, left-handers. left We need we need a right bat. Yeah, I think... I mean, that's my projection for who we're going to give up. I think at most, the highest pitcher, the highest prospect pitcher we give up is Dennis Santana because he also has some big league experience. Yeah. Um, so he might be getting peanuts. But I don't see Peters, and I... I can almost guarantee we don't give up Lux or May. Yeah, I, I, I would I would agree there. My and 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 my my argument is they might I mean they might give up Ruiz because if Will Smith is going to be the guy they might think, okay, well we're not going to have this guy as a backup catcher, so maybe he might get moved. But you know Smith, Lux, May they're not they're not going anywhere. No, they're staying for sure. But I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to go on a limb and say we get a deal done and we pull Vasquez or Shane Green. I think it'll happen by tomorrow. Well, I think we might have to do some bet for some Chipotle or something because that, that ain't happening. Uh, I like free food. That's <laughs> I can take that. You guys, you have a pretty interesting situation. Do you yeah. think, given before the All-Star break, it was pretty set in stone. The Giants were oh, my gosh. selling off everyone. Yeah. But now, given the position you're in, do you think the Giants are going to be buyers or do you think they're going to be sellers? I think they have to buy at this point. I mean, the best record... Uh, since like June 29th or something crazy like that. Um, I mean, there are 12 games under under 500 in June 29th, and now they're now well they lost today, so it's uh, they're they're a game over 500. I think at a point because at, at the beginning of the season, Farhan said, you know, I'm not interested in five year plans, three year plans. We are going to try to win this year, and everyone was kind of like, yeah, 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 bullshit, which 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 makes sense. Like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna rebuild a, a bit, transition year, you're gonna trade everyone. It is what it is. Now that they're actually doing good, he can't continue to sell, or else he's gonna look like a fucking liar. Like, yeah, there's no. I mean, they can still get rid of some relievers because they have so much relief depth in Double A and Triple. It's it's ridiculous how they're gonna be a good bullpen for years and years and years. But you know, they they trade a couple of uh, relievers away, maybe get an outfielder or two because their offense is just. I mean, they they were super hot during that uh, that streak. But I think everyone knew um, it was going to come back to earth a little bit. Um, Dickerson came out of fucking nowhere. And, um, you know, I just... They, they have to get another righty bat. Slater slumping. Uh, Tyler Austin strikes out every single time he's up. It's it's just not going to work. Right. If, if they're planning well, on contending. You know, and I, I don't think yeah. they're going to... They're not going to... They're not going to fully... Because um, they're not in the position to sell off their top guys. Um, their, their farm system's on the rise. They got... Uh, Four guys now in the in the 100 prospects. They're not going to give up any of those guys. I would even make the argument they're not going to give up five or six in, in their top pitchers either. Like it's it's going to be lower stuff. It's going to be maybe uh, a contender who has a little surplus and in, in you know a, a right-handed bat or something. Um, I, I I would love it if because the D-backs are pretty much sellers. I would love Eduardo Escobar. I feel like he wouldn't be that expensive, um, and he's just a beast. And he yeah. plays everywhere. What do you What do you think about what if some nightmare scenario happens and they do trade Mad Bum? Oh Do you think man. there's any possibility that that happens still? At this point, I unless like if if the Yankees want him and they're and they're sending Clint Frazier and somebody else. At that point, I think there 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 is you know you know give him an offer you can't refuse type deals. Um, but yeah. if it's like a semi mediocre, okay return for Mad Bum, there's gonna be riots in San Francisco. 
It's just there's yeah. there's no way. I mean, they can like I said, they could give up a reliever too. They got so much depth. They do not have starting pitching depth that's ready at this moment. Um, they're talking about getting a starting pitcher. Um, I think they're they're more priority needs to be right handed bat, like I said. But if if you're looking for a pitcher, why trade one of the best postseason pitchers in baseball history? So I, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, but what if? Because you know this is something I've been thinking about as far as the Dodgers. I would love a Zach Greinke reunion. Taking him, <laughs> take and all that money. A significant pay cut. I mean, the Diamondbacks would have to eat a lot of his contract. But what about a scenario where you trade Matt Bum, but then you get a guy like Zach Greinke, who you know isn't the level of Madison Bumgarner, especially when we're talking postseason. Well, but could maybe help him actually get to that final wild card spot. And, and here's the thing: if you're going to get Zach Greinke. Um, and, and they pay down the contract, then you have to give up some prospects. And the type of level of prospects you have to give up for a Granky, if they're paying down that money, I don't think it's going to happen. Now, if the Giants said, hey, we'll eat all that money, you give them to us for some low prospects, they might do it, and that, that might be okay. But one thing that um, I kind of got my heart set on is, uh, is Cueto returning. If, if Cueto's your number two, um, Samarja, the way he's been throwing, he's your number three, I think... And they play the Dodgers well. I think they have a legitimate shot. Anything can happen when you're in the playoffs. And it would be just be stupid to trade Bumgarner. You just can't do it. Yeah. Or else, I mean, or else there... people are going to call Farhan a liar. Like, why, why say you're going to try to contend, and then when you're in that position, you don't do it? Yeah, that's true. I mean, <clears throat> me personally, I don't see them selling at all. I think if the Yankees really wanted him, it would just have to be such an insane offer. Yeah. And the Yankees being where they are right now. Yeah, if if, it, gonna... if the Astros were like, hey, Kyle Tucker, yeah, you know, send Mad Bum, it is what it is. You know, maybe yeah. maybe try to re-sign him next year. But like I said, if the, if it's a huge offer, you have to take it. But other than that, don't do it. You're gonna disrupt the clubhouse. And it's they, they even said a report came out that uh, one of the players, you know, anonymous players, said that if they trade Mad Bum, the clubhouse is gonna revolt. It's gonna be a huge thing. Is John Cueto gonna be coming back at some point? Yes, in the he's season? Uh, he no, he's he's uh, making his rehab starts. Uh, he already threw the live pitchers. He's gonna make uh, rehab starts at the beginning of August. So, yeah, so he's supposed to be up by the by the end of August or uh, you know mid August that sort of thing. So he's he's knocking at the door. He's almost here. Okay, so I mean, if you're if you're thinking the Giants are gonna be buyers, which I think we we both agree that they are. Who do you think realistically they're going to be targeting? I would love uh, Eduardo Escobar, like I was saying earlier, but I, you know, other than that, I don't see that much. Because I mean, honestly, who would have been crazy is if they they traded for Puig. I know that thought came to my mind because they need a right-handed power bat, uh, and yeah. just you know him him getting into that clubhouse and how that would be. But they they need a right-handed bat to take Tyler Austin's spot. I think I got my heart set on Eduardo Escobar, even though I have not heard one word about him. That's like that's yeah. the that's the only person that you know has solid average, hits bombs, you know, doesn't strike out a whole lot. That's just a perfect fit. Yeah. Um, I know they talked about Sogard, but Sogard's gone. Plus, you know, he's a left-handed bat. I mean, you already have Joe Panic to hit two thirty. You don't need oh, Eric Sogard hitting two thirty two. Yeah. Well, what about? I mean, this would be a blockbuster. But what about someone like the Castellanos? I I I don't think that that would just take up too much. They they want like guys for the Tigers, and they've already took Boyd off the table because they didn't like offers. There's no way they're getting Castellano. I mean, if that's possible, that'd be awesome. But he would be 
terrible in left field, but I would take it for that bat. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, you know, the parallel here is we're kind of in a similar spot where if the Dodgers needed to add anyone as far as in the field, we could use someone as a right-handed bat. And, you know, Cassianos would be a great addition, but I think it's going to be the same thing where we're not going to be willing to give up the prospects, so we're just going to have to deal with what we have now Exactly. All right, so to end it off, um, let's just do one quick prediction of of what you think is going to happen. So I think the Dodgers are going to make a huge splash tomorrow. They're going to trade Kiebert Ruiz. They're going to trade Jeter Downs and Dennis Santana to Pittsburgh for Felipe Vasquez. They get that deal done. They get the bullpen help they need, and it's going to take us all the way to the World Series. I think Pittsburgh is going to tell you to go, fuck yourself. That's just me. Um... (laughs) Okay, well, we'll we'll see what happens. I mean, as far as the Giants are concerned, what's one prediction that you feel pretty confident in? Confident in, confident, bad bum stays, a reliever or two goes, um, and we get some sort of right-handed bat. I'm hoping it's Aguero Escobar. I don't think they're going to have enough for Nick Castellano. Uh, It might be some under-the-radar guy, um, but there's a a guy from the Orioles they're talking about picking up. All right, well. 15 hours we're gonna find out exactly well thank you guys for uh for tuning in and and, and sticking with us please submit your uh your trash talk and then what you've been thinking about this podcast to our email it's benchescleared at gmail.com and we will see you guys next week